And we're back, and you are listening to Villain Cast, BJJ Antiheroes, with myself, Chris the Villain Pains, and Naki Alhefe Arshed, and welcome to Reap the Week. But first, before we start the episode, I'd like to announce that the Patreon is evolving into in theory BJJ concept driven jujitsu. On top of the usual Patreon content, including webinars and one-to-one coaching, there will now be a growing database of jiu-jitsu techniques and their underlying concepts. To find out more, go to www.patreon.com slash intheorybjj. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for it. Uh, there's so much work. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I are, you, hmm? are you planning to put on... Uh... Older stuff or just everything fresh? Oh, no. Everything that's already been recorded uh, is on there. Um, ah. So everything that's already been recorded is is already featured on there. Um, so you get all the access to the, the old videos. There's going to be this new database using the Patreon collections um, that's going to be covering everything from guard to top positions to general concepts to hand fighting, stand-up fighting, submissions, leg locks, chokes, gi stuff, everything. There's at least about 40 videos I want to record before the new year that I want to upload. Um, it's, yeah, yeah, I've got some, got some work cut out, dude. It's going to be good. Um, um, yeah, so anyone who's interested in this, there's there's there's, there's multiple tiers um, to get involved that gives you access to the, the base content and the webinars. Uh, there's two webinars a month now. There's going to be a Q&A webinar and an actual voted for seminar. There's a, we're doing the first voted for seminar this weekend. So then there'll be the database of all the seminars. Um, man, what, what have I done? <laughs> um, but yeah, in theory. Uh, there's going to be merchandise. Um, the merchandise is sorted. Oh, oh, dude, it's it's a full, the full system going. All nice. in. Dash guards, t-shirts. Um, yeah. Oh yes, I love some of them. What a time to be alive. Um, ready for 2024. Uh, it's going to be a big year. Um, I pretty much already booked out like seminars up until pretty much the end of March. Oh, you're sounding like Preet now. You are. <laughs> coming for you old man not in that way like it's not enough towels <laughs> so uh, so when you say you booked up till March is that I, what, is that a frequency like once a week or once every uh, two weeks or whenever I've got the gaps that allow it so um, taking into consideration being a dad helping with oh, the gym and everything else um, yeah man it's it's looking it's looking busy Anyway, how are you? You look well. Um, I'm always well. I need to upload the video of you. I'm going to put it on my Instagram pretty much as soon as we've done this, of you dicking me the other day. Oh, a flying <laughs> um, helicopter. Dude, I want a helicopter <laughs> arm by you. Then you just like essentially cartwheeled over me. Helicopter, um, helicopter. The, you know, I watched the rewatch that multiple times. And I was thinking, how did I like, I had nowhere to base off. So how did I manage to just swing half midway through it and end up around his head? <laughs> it makes no sense. I, I think hips I, in it. Groovy hips and that. I just laughed. I was just there <laughs> laughing on the floor. Just like, I don't know what just happened. Um, so we record. Uh, pretty much all our rolling sessions. Uh, so I, I have um, 
and for anyone who's interested in like doing this uh who wants to record their like roles um so i use uh gopro that connects up to youtube and you can run youtube live from the gopro i think you need at least 50 subscribers i think that's the minimum for running Mm. youtube live um but if you have 50 subscribers then your gopro will just live record to youtube and then when you click finished it's already there for you so i connect my gopro through my phone's wi-fi hotspot that then runs um to youtube live it means then at the end of the session there's a hd quality video of the rolls almost like a security camera um and it saves me having to upload. You imagine, you know, when we do a two-hour session, imagine uploading a two-hour mm. HD video. The file size will be insane. Yeah. Um, but it means that we we have a private group or WhatsApp group where we just uh, go back and we can watch our, our roles. And initially it had a... I take the piss out of each other. Altruistic uh, intent. <laughs> it does not anymore. <laughs> it's literally like... How can we abuse each other and then just laugh about it? Uh, um, Phil Meaton laugh about it. <laughs> it's brilliant for that. I mean, I think it built up the it built the team up. It made everyone like really happy, and you know, it's not it's not being used maliciously that much. Mm. Um, well, it is called Slam Cam. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean the name the name doesn't really help us trying to describe it the way we are, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Slam car. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I thought it was really like it was worth it. I think the only issues that we yeah. had were because we play music in the gym. Um, obviously, if the GoPro picks that up, then it triggers YouTube's copyright. So we had to get the media mod and plug plug in a microphone to kill the audio. Uh, <laughs> we did try other things, like you know. Do you remember when we used to put like things that we tried putting yeah, yeah, over the microphone? Like, the microphone <laughs> stuff, it just didn't work. Um, so there is a way of engineering out the problem. Uh, I think it's it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, um, it is. Good addition. I'm glad we did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you can engineer you out of most problems like that. Uh, and yeah, so I like the little clips that we then we find. And um, one of them is you. I in our, in our recent return to the gi i thought I was, i'd helicopter you and you just you no-handed cartwheeled out of my <laughs> I know. helicopter I couldn't, I couldn't believe it myself i was like um oh, I, I thought i'm gonna get on but i was ready to turn and not give you my shoulder for the armbar but somehow my hips managed to go over i was like okay i'll take I that i was ready to slam you i i want to because you it's the first time i had you fully in the air i was like i want to put him through the deck <laughs> and you just it Balance and posture. <laughs> to be fair, I tried my very best oh, yeah. to have my back straight in midair. <laughs> I think back straight fucking just went. Woo-hoo-hoo. Man, it, oh, it's bugged me for like three days now. Balance and posture. Yeah, how about just tuck and roll next time? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, fuck you. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> as always, we uh, we put out to Instagram. What do you want to know? And I like again. This is Jimmy Savile's mail in. Like Jim will fix it. Um, again, I'm still catching up with the news. I'm only up to about 1979 right now. 
this Thatcher woman looks dangerous. Um, <laughs> so many seasons. <laughs> so don't, don't ruin it. Don't ruin the ending. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, people have sent in questions. Uh, some I think we should uh, answer in video form, which could go on the regular YouTube channel. Uh, but the first one, really important start to this mailbag of questions. Mm-hmm. Brislocks, legit or only for bastards? Legit as fuck, mate. I used to someone today. It was a white belt. Well, I was rolling and then he came at me like, you know, proper, you know, I was just messing around and just nicely took him down and nicely had a Kimura and armbar set up there. And I just looked at him and I thought, you know what? I have to teach you a lesson. So I just uh, slowly uh, applied the right pressure and he was tapping. And he looked at me and he smiled. And I was like, yeah, you got it, didn't you? It was like a subliminal message to him, like, fuck around, find out. <laughs> I I remember liking it to like you know the film Home Alone yeah and like you you you're you're is it Kevin McAllister and you're you're setting up your house and you've got the paint cans and you've wired up the sink taps of electricity that's just setting up all the other like submissions in jujitsu like you you know really intricate like you know traps and everything and the wrist lock is just like as soon as the wet bandits break in you just like glock them both in the head. It's like you've got all these traps you're like nah fuck it boom, boom. Yeah. just put them both down that's yeah. a wrist lock. Like you just fuck the traps, just wrist lock them. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, they're legit, but some fuckers have some flexible wrists, man. It's like they do not tap the wrist locks. Like, like, don't you need to use a hand for other things? Like, you know what I mean? It's gonna hurt when you're trying to do other things. I won't use the names, but I remember hearing the story of someone who, uh, from a friendly gym of ours, um, Ooh, who had got a few friends. We have a few filling gyms. We have many gyms that don't like us. Um, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. From a, from, from a friendly gym, uh, this gentleman had a student, a uh, lower belt, who didn't believe in tapping to chokes and would rather visit Valhalla every time. I think he was on first names terms with Odin by this point. And uh, said higher belt got said um, Viking uh, in a mounted triangle and this this lad blacks out as per usual up about doesn't realize he's like this fucker he starts wrist locking him whilst he's unconscious not realizing he's unconscious and like his is like he's not even tapping to the wrist lock obviously and his hand's super flexible at this point uh and when the kid comes <laughs> back around like, he lets go of him realizes he's unconscious lets him come back around it's like oh shit like you know didn't realize you were out, but I was wondering why you weren't tapping. (laughs) Do you you know you've got really flexible wrists? And the kid's like, No, I haven't. He's like showing him like how inflexible his wrist is. Oh no, it's just it must be all in your mind then. (laughs) As soon as you're unconscious, like you're really flexible. Um, Mate, you must have had a painful few days. (laughs) Oh, can you imagine like just slamming someone's fingers into their into their forearm and just like Ooh, you got flexible wrists, bro. And he's gone, crunch, 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 crunch. I don't know. I think I wouldn't want to do the 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 experiment of like putting someone's ass out and then seeing if their wrists. No, but we do have we do have some people who are Valhalla regulars, so maybe <laughs> donate their wrists to science. Or they, so they, get, <laughs> they get very close, and you have to ask them, like, "Brother, are you sure?" Like, you know what I mean? You're going purple, like, you know what I'm saying? I think some people some people get off on it, man. Um, That's tough, like, you know. We've heard some stories, haven't we? <laughs> There's some perverts in jiu-jitsu, man. Um, 
Yeah, like I mean, there's 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 some people you know I've I've been teaching them private lessons and oh yeah again I don't like saying names and like giving away too many details but there's this dude man he, uh, you know weird weird cat and uh, the marathon runner um for a, a takedown I'm pretty sure the dude had an erection and I'm like oh. Oh, this is that almost took my eye out. Um, this is different. <laughs> this is different. Uh, I don't think you're here to learn jujitsu, are you? Um, I mean, I still kept him doing the privates because you know he paid, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had to admit that. Cabinet. <laughs> he kept po- get poking in the face. <laughs> I take, I take the money though. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> you want jujitsu, like. But did he ever confront yes. him? Did he ever say to him, like, brother, are you okay? No, like, no, no, like, you know, I don't want to make him feel bad. And then he just as stopped. As, as long as he's happy. I think the pandemic happened, so it's quite a long time ago. Oh, that's fine. Um, man. You got yeah. lucky then. Oh, so he's going to eventually penetrate you. <laughs> Do you know, there's, have you been contacted by that other guy yet? The I think he's Italian. He messages pretty much all black belts and he's like asking if they'll come to his house and like choke him. No. Well, it's, it's, it's pretty well known. Um, I've like, I like, I mean, yeah. he's probably got a I, death I, wish he didn't it took him a while to message me eventually when I got the message I was like oh I've been it's finally happening <clears> and he messaged me and was like you know we've we come out to my house he lives in a different country and I was like as long as you don't turn me into a lampshade then sure um, <laughs> but I set my price it's like oh it's too high I'm like as if perverts have a high price <laughs> like <laughs> Okay, well, you don't you don't want to be choked, obviously. Like, you're not willing to pay. Wasn't that high a price, motherfucker? Would have been weird. I think it's good. Yeah. I was definitely gonna need a hotel because I didn't want to sleep there because I'd wake up probably with like, his ball sack on my eyes or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, dude, jujitsu is just full of weirdos and perverts. Yeah, but unfortunately. I think, as well, I I don't think you can get to black belt without being a bit of a weirdo anyway. Just like the simple fact that you you dedicate your life or such a large portion of your life. I'm weird, to... but not weird like that, bro. <laughs> yeah, not weird like that. Yeah, I am, black belts I, are just. I'm not normal. I agree with that. I was literally saying that to my missus about ten minutes ago. I was like, you know, I got a screw loose, so you know. <laughs> it's oh, just I, one I of the things. No, what comes first? Do you think uh, jujitsu breaks you and makes you a weirdo, or do you think just weirdos are the type of people to get a black belt? I think the ones, the ones like like you say, you know, you've said it before a couple of times, where they come in and they just don't go, and there's something about them that in their life which is saying to them, "Bro, you got to do this because if you don't, then you're gonna end up hating someone." Well, that's me anyway. So, <laughs> I think yeah, you see, some people say you're too stupid to leave. <laughs> like, yeah. You're gonna be here a while, and. I should know. I'm. I've been there the longest. Like I am the stupidest, <laughs> stupidest man in the room. Sometimes um, you, know, you even ask yourself, like, why am I doing this? Like, you know, on one of them, like, thoughtful days you're having where you're reflecting and thinking, and then you're thinking, why am I doing this? And then when you finish the session, you're like, ah, I know I am doing this. You got like your jaw being uh, twisted up and your eye socket being crushed. You think, why am I down here? <laughs> oh, I like this. Apparently. Um, you got some, you know, when you got someone's sweat dripping onto your face, and oh, that's nasty. Hair. That's a, that, that's the part that I don't like. Yeah, hair as well, like hair in your mouth. Yeah, and you're just like, which one's this, and whose is it? Um, 
Or you've just been wolverined by some clown who hasn't cut their nails. Or... Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Especially the hands. Every time you try to eat and wash your hands or something, it's stinging, man. Oh, dude. It's like Matt Burn, but inflicted by an asshole. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, funny one. Um... Nah, fuck it. It's, 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 I can't. It's not Are you fair. exposing people today, Chris? Sounds like you're exposing I mean, people today. I'm in a mood. Um, <laughs> fuck it, I can't. That's a bit unfair. Uh, anyway, I'll tell you afterwards. Um, so, uh, next question. Yeah, this is more of a serious one. Okay. So, okay. Okay. We're back Are we serious? Uh, thoughts on structuring a beginner fundamentals curriculum? We talked about this recently. Well, yeah. We can, we can recap for those who haven't listened. Oh yeah. Are we still doing that documentary thing or what? Yeah. I intend to. It's just yeah, finding yeah. the freaking time along with creating, um, writing the book, writing the new Fanatics DVD. I'm on that. Um, making a whole video database of techniques and their underlying concepts, doing <laughs> webinars, doing seminars, doing online coaching, doing in the gym coaching, running the gym. Um, it's a big list. I'll big find list. the time for making a documentary as well. But that kit that we've got going right now, Oh, Lord, isn't it good? The camera and the microphone. Yeah. Oh, the quality. For recording, yeah, sick. I think we could definitely do uh, Fanatics quality at home. Mm. We can make release more. Um, mm. Yeah, but the, the, the documentary will happen. Uh, so what are your thoughts? I know we've talked about this recently uh, on a beginner fundamental curriculum. So I'm about, I remember when we spoke about this last and I said to you that I've literally just started, I've had a new batch of guys in the gym and I've started like a beginner's, I've started, I've started them in a different way than I usually would, where I've concentrated more on like uh, keeping spaces closed and posture and balance and uh, wrestling mainly first, hand fighting, stuff like that. So I'm eight weeks in now, nine weeks on Saturday and just started leg locks with them. So we've gone to the ground. I haven't taught them guard or nothing, but I'm starting leg locks with them because I thought I need to get leg locks through to them because they'll have that fundamental uh, uh, idea in there. And if they want to go for them and get better and they can, it's their game, they can play it. But then they know, like, I, I'm still trying to figure out after leg locks where I'm going to take them. I'm still not going to teach them guard though. I've got, I wanted to teach them some of the postures to keep the gap space again, going from wrestling down to the floor. But I thought the leg lock, because it's the dirty thief, and it's one of the ways where a lot of the guys are getting caught in our gym as well, where they are leaning forward too much or getting the balance of posture wrong, and the leg lock is, is what is catching them now, now that we're doing it in the gym as well. Um, so, yeah, it's got to start with wrestling always, man. Like, don't be on the floor. And how do you not get on the floor? you got to learn how not to get on the floor. Then you got to hand fight, then defense. And now we move on to when you're on the floor, how to... Get the fuck back up safely, and then everything yeah, else. I, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think the the uh, the wide structure is again like this idea that day one, just say right, put the other person on their ass. Um, and I've said it before, like you know, you think of the the styles of wrestling that have existed throughout human history. Doesn't matter where or when. I mean, I can't remember who said it, but you know. You stick a couple of humans together and they'll do three things. They'll learn to communicate, they'll wrestle, and they'll fuck. And <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's not that's wrong. Literally, that's, that's our history. Um, 
And so you think the Vikings had their their gleamer, they had uh, all the the British styles of folk wrestling, catch, you know, Irish collar and elbow, uh, Scottish backhold, Cornish wrestling, etc. Um, then you had all the different Middle Eastern styles of wrestling. You had all the, the Senegalese wrestling. You have judo, which is a form of wrestling. And, you know, the European styles, you know, Greco, uh, Pancrease. They all hit the same conclusion, though. For thousands of years and, and thousands of miles apart, they all thought, we need to put that other person on their back. Once that other person's on their back, they're done. Um, and as long as I don't fall over. Essentially, I find the person on top. Um, and that is the the core idea of jujitsu, is that if I put someone on their ass, they can't generate power as much. Um, so I actually did a breakdown. Have you seen the fight of Omar Kane, I think his name is, and Buchecha? Uh, one. No. So I just did a breakdown of it on the Patreon. In theory, BJJ. Just plug, 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 plug. <laughs> Yeah, I, I someone sent me the fight and was like, "Will you do a, a fight breakdown for the Patreon?" I was like, "Yeah." Uh, so yeah, anyone who wants me to do fight commentary or like big ones like that, yeah, send them in because they're all going on the in theory BJJ. But I did a breakdown. It's about ten minutes of um, Omar Kane versus Buchecha, and you know Buchecha's shooting for takedowns, Kane's having none of it, and a little bit of adversity, and. Uh, Buchecha just pulls guard and Kane again has none of it. He's tripoding over him. He's got really good like posture of his back and he's just leathering him. And like, you know, he deals with uh, Buchecha's up kicks, gets around him and just fucking leathers him. And he just rinse and repeat for the entire fight. Buchecha um, lost. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Um, against well, is the Senegalese is it, wrestler. Is it, is it latest? Like, is it a new fight? I haven't seen it. I haven't yeah, followed it's, it. It's his, most, it's, uh, it's his most recent fight. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Oh, and damn. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Watch it. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you the, uh, the YouTube for the breakdown, if I can find it. Um, yeah, it's a really good fight. And uh, I say he's, he's shooting for the odd takedown. He's, he's, he's getting stuffed. He's just pulling guard off the takedown. And Kane just like leathers him. Um you know, and that's the thing that like, it kind of—it's a perfect example of a uh, guy on top having um, the base and balance to deliver what they want. And if the person on the bottom, even if you've got elite level jujitsu, can't break the other person's posture and balance, and the up kicks don't work, you literally have nothing, and you yeah. don't want to be there anymore. Um, and that proves is jiu-jitsu. a theory. Yeah, that's proves the a theory. Initial idea of jujitsu, but it's just become weird over time and sit on your ass sit on your yeah, ass exactly. so fuck it let's go back to to you know all your all of our ancestors are looking at us going what are you doing yeah get up pussies get up get up ah oh, you would have been eaten um so yeah um i'd i'd stick that as the fundamentals just like right okay we'll put them down be on top and get them feeling that idea of like power is key in this. And you've again, you've really got to explain that idea of we're not competing with each other in this room. We need to make ourselves better. This is a power game. And because it's a power game, there's going to be people in this room who can't generate as much as you, but we all need to improve. So help those people um, by tapering your power. Don't be a dick. And I think that's, that. you know, 
crucial day one stuff. Like yeah. You have to be able to understand that this is a power game and you need to be able to tape your power so everyone gets benefit out of this. Um, yeah, and I'd go from there. Uh, yeah. and, and do all the turns and stuff like that and just high hipping and hip heisting getting back up again elbow framing and that's enough I think that is again it's very easy to get stuck in the trap of thinking you have to drown people in technique and it makes me laugh because I've been doing this so long now is whenever we have new new people in everyone's like you know jumping on the new person like, oh you know come here I'll show you some stuff and like everyone's really excited about their jiu-jitsu and they're like oh I'll show some guard I'll show some close guard I'll show some half guard and this person's on like day one or day two and their brain is just melting at this point mm-hmm. I, I, I can't remember anything you're showing me like, I remember some fucker like you know a couple of years ago showing like a begin like a buggy choke and like this person doesn't know what the fuck where the fuck they are who the mm-hmm. fuck you are why the fuck they're here and you're showing them the buggy choke they're not going to remember this shit at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, people are excited. Um, there's new people. Uh, but yeah, I think the documentary would help, or maybe some videos. Yeah. In a certain learning platform. <laughs> documentary. Um, next question. There was one on, so there's two that uh, I'm going to put on video. I think are better. Like, um, I think this one's going to be a breakdown video. So it's judo entries into bow and arrow and any potential issues. Like, I want to do that. I want to do a breakdown of it. So I'll do some mm. clips. Um, look out for that one. Um, high leg guard retention. I think that could be a video of its own on the YouTube yeah. channel. And that's easier to explain than on the podcast. Um, escaping or preventing the pass when they have your hip controlled. In what way? Mm. You so, can control the hips in different ways. I think, well, if you've got something on the hips, because that's the thing is like guard passing starts, and this is um, going into Christian Gravgott's G spot class from eight years ago, <laughs> is finding a man's G spot or woman's, but it's funny when you say it the other way around. Uh, so your G spot, your guard spot is your knees. <laughs> <laughs> there's a seminar that was a seminar in denver where i said that in a in a, in a seminar and some kid goes home and tells his mom that goes to, his, <laughs> goes to his mom like mom mom i know where your g-spot is she obviously looks horrified because it's your knees <laughs> i got that text it's, it's made my life I, i'll never get bored of reading it um, <laughs> That's a dis. That's gonna be some disappointed women in that in that lad's future. Mm. <laughs> I, I was told I have to look for this. Just starts tickling their kneecaps. Yeah, can you um, imagine? That would be mad. <laughs> How does that feel? Like, he'll, he'll like, that you know, feel? See her disappointed face and then scream at the sky. No, Chris Payne's. Yeah. <laughs> you lied to me. Um, <laughs> where the fuck was I? Um, G spot the knees, part guard yes. passing. So as soon as a guard pass actually happens, as soon as someone gets past your kneecaps, and then they're just adding the rest of themselves past your knees, because um, there's nothing else. Um, there's no other joints to stop at that point. As soon as they're past the kneecaps, so you think if they're on your hips that you fucked up a long time ago, uh, it's like you know we we both do it when it comes to guard passing from half guard. Is that we both catch the bottom knee, don't we? We both yeah. look at each other and we're like, when we catch the bottom knee, like, fuck I'm halfway off. past your guard. Yeah, yeah fuck, fuck off. off. Fuck like, off. And says, like, knee shield can be easily passed. Yeah, if they've got the bottom knee as well. Yeah. Like, if they've got the bottom knee, it's kind of easy. So don't let them control your bottom knee. Um, 
And I think that we covered it in the BJJ Fanatics videos, didn't we? Like, don't yeah. touch the knees. Um, basic cigar retention, really. Yeah. Um, and so, if they're getting all the way to your hips, like you, you fucked up. Like, you need yeah. to have that kind of hard awareness first. But if they do get to your hips because you fucked up, running man, running man, uh, underhooks if you can. Uh, but framing on shoulders, like if they if they control your hips and they like laying low. Then you play the whole get up stuff, don't you? But if they are where you're talking, like they've passed your guard, and yeah. On, yeah, now you need to like look for underhooks and start fucking running man helps as well. Like, you know, you can go turtle and shit. Well, that's the thing is that if someone's on your hips, I remember Preet saying this years ago when he first started showing us this stuff, like six years ago, was that just because they got past your legs doesn't mean they've passed your guard. I mean, yeah. in, the, in the technical sense, they have in like points. You shouldn't have let them pass your guard. Yeah. But if they got hip control, you ain't shrimping or anything. And that's why you get hip control. You think a shrimp is you creating space to move your hips to put them back south of your knees again. That is a shrimp. Um, doesn't matter what direction, you just need to create space to put them back south of your knees. But they've got your hips. You can't generate that space to put them back south of your knees. Um, so don't let them in your armpits. Uh, and they've got to let go of your hips at some point to go north yeah. at that moment fucking escape um and that's essentially it. it's like don't escape when someone's on your hips because they're taking this we call it sugar in the gas tank where someone's on your hips they're just drowning the energy out of you because you you your engine's running on treacle at this point and yeah. it's just sluggish and it's shit so don't try and escape when someone's sitting on your hips because it's just it's fucking worthless waste of energy you know, Sven, Sven did a class on it like um based on everything of craig jones and stuff is that um side control is way easier to escape than like knee rides and leg rides agreed and because side control gives you a lot of hip freedom to be able to get up and stuff like that whilst leg rides they're sitting on your hips it's really hard to move when someone's sitting on your hips and yeah it's, it's what we found is that when you come across people who believe in getting up uh you learn about controlling hips way more um yeah Big time. Like, remember when we started it, we could not keep each other down. It was mad. And now it's Complete like, get up. Turtle. I dare you. I dare you. Get up. <laughs> broke turtle completely. Because, again, like when you play turtle in the jiu-jitsu world, like the pre-turtle worked, the old pre-turtle, is yeah. because you're denying access to the armpits to stop chokes and back takes and stuff like that. But when you come across people who are trying to stop you from standing, pre-turtle dies. Because they just lift your ankle and slam your head into the floor. Yeah. And then, like, those gaps just clean open. Yeah. And I found that the, we were doing that because we were so used to people then starting to stand. We were like, if I lift your ankles in the floor, you can't stand. And then the pre was just dying horrendously. I think yeah. that's why referee actually makes more sense. Yeah. Weirdly. I think you need to know about the gaps, and it's going to be fun making this video to break this Active turtle works, though. Active turtle works. Yeah, yeah. Like a half referee. Yeah. yeah. Um it's going to be going on the site dude there's so so much i need to record um <laughs> good lord um yeah so i'd say that don't try and do shit when they're on your hips because you need to wait till they're off your hips try and go north and then do their stuff but try and do someone who's on your hips it just drowns you it just yeah. wastes your energy um next question resources for attacking from defensive BJJ. 
resources well, so they want techniques how to attack from the bottom They're generating oh. attack from the defensive BJJ what we don't even <laughs> play defensive BJJ anymore because I, our... know, as, um, I think that's because obviously people come to us because they think of like you know us our oh they want to know how we can attack oh, how we break it yeah, yeah oh how, sit how on the well, no, I, how do what resources are online to get ideas on nothing you have generate. to come to our I've... gym and find out <laughs> Or, again, it's going to be all recorded. In yeah. theory. Be- in theory. I'm going to do snippets on YouTube. Um, but, yeah, like, because that's, that's essentially what we did in yeah. you know, Courtesy of Charles, was essentially turning, which, okay, actually, to be fair, um, the elbow frame uh, Fanatics DVD that we did with Charles that does break down going from defense to offense really well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It does. Like, yeah, there's that already out in the world. You can but, see how the whole uh, postures break when you start playing the elbow frame. Like, it's you don't need to play them. Uh, well, not all of them. And uh, not the way that they are taught or they were taught because the attacks are different, if you know what I mean, especially when somebody's attacking that whole uh, getting up system. Well, I the, mean, yeah. It, it came from... The whole elbow thing came from Charles using running man relentlessly and trying to weaponize it and turn it into attack. And that's where the elbow frame came from. Yeah. So it's out. Yeah. It changed. It did change a lot of the postures because of it. But, oh, Lord, did it work. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Videos come in. Um, And Charles. Yeah. Charles Harriet. Unstoppable stand-ups. Yeah, unstoppable stand-ups. BJ Fanatics. Yeah, we're on there. Um, but in theory, it's going to have all that. Oh, it's all like I've written down all the videos I want to record, and I sat there afterwards looking at it, and I was like, "What have I done? I can't. Not this. Why?" Um, no, it's good. It's good. It needs to be done. The final one, and this is going to be funny because you can give advice on this. Oh. Tip. Tips on how to not get ragdolled by Chris Paynes. <laughs> ah, so um, this comes from a... Oh, yeah. Who does it come from? Tell me who it comes s- from. Please. Smaller Norwegian lad when I was in Oslo last week. Mm-hmm. And he, I spanked him up and down a little bit. Um, just for fun. He was a blue belt. And he was, oh, you know, blue belt. Okay. And I was just picking random things to beat him with. Um, so they want the secret to be you yeah tips on how to not get ragdolled Mm. Um, he's a blue belt though like (laughs) this is okay this is one thing and I like this is important especially if you're rolling with good black belts I'm not saying I'm a good black belt but it's kind of important anyway Um, is and this is something I've you have to tell me if you felt this as well is as soon as you get your black belt the fucking target that appears on your back is insane like people just want to all the time just want to fight you um i know i can see your face like yes and especially because i've done the globetrotters camps now and you know there's this year the heidelberg camp is the first time i felt like a clown and like you know i i'm part of the entertainment and there's obviously like you know 300 paying punters there and like I'm part, you know, on the coaching, and like you know, I'm there for every open mat, and it's like you know, dance, clown, dance, and I'm just like, I'm, my body is dying. It's like, no, you're <laughs> you're coming for another open mat, I'm like, but well, I'm dying. 
and all of us, like a lot of us coaches were in the uh, instructor hostel afterwards. And we're all lying in bed, like literally just like shaking, like we're in so much pain. Um, oh, shit. And we all looked at each other like, yeah, we're being abused. And like, if it looked like a, it looked like a World War One field hospital with like guys of shell shock. Um, and like, oh, we've got to go to another open mat and we're rolling in again, just getting the shit kicked out of us. And that's essentially it. It's like, not, I don't want to have to go fucking balls to the wall every time I jump on the mat. Like yeah. Some purple belt or jacked up brown belt looks at us and thinks, I want to get a black belt scalp today. Like, we're still human. Like, and, you know, I like a. Yeah, you have to tell me if you felt it. Like, people just come for you. Oh, yeah. They fly at it, man. Like, they want to hit you. It's like, bro, like, you know. I can show you things, but I'm hurting at the moment because I've got five different people try to kill me. <laughs> I've got nothing to prove. I just want to play. Yeah. And then as soon as some fuck comes at you and like gives you a bit of hell, you're just like, you know what? Fuck you then. Fuck you, like, yeah. Fuck I, you, I, bro. I was ready to play. I want to play, enjoy the jujitsu, enjoy the role, enjoy the motion. You want to be a cunt. So you know what? Fucking get ready to eat some shit. Fuck, sweet. <laughs> fuck off. Um, and there's a, a guy, not this guy. Um, he came to be a little strong, but yeah, I was just playing. Um, someone else did come at me like really hard on day one when I was in Oslo. And I was like, fuck, like this, you know, big jacked up dude. And, you know, he gets me an arm triangle and, you know, almost tears my head off. And I'm like, fuck, okay, that's nice. Like, cool. So day two, I'm like expecting him. He comes at me hard again. I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. And like, he ate everything. Like, he ate so many submissions. <laughs> I was like, I sat on him. There was like everything. It was like arm bars, leg locks, guillotines. I was like, you know what? None of you is safe. Um, it's jacked up purple belt. I was like, you know what? I was ready to play. Everyone else in this gym I've played with. You just wanted to eat it. So let's eat it. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, you have to set the standard sometimes, innit? You should remind people. Like, Someone's like, I remember someone telling me about Craig Jones, where he's like, you know, if he's at a seminar and stuff, and someone comes at him pretty hard, he just lets them, he just lets them sub him like fifteen times, because no one's ever going to then believe. Like if you say like, oh yeah, I subbed Craig Jones, like did you? But if you say yeah, I subbed Craig Jones fifteen times, like yeah, he no, did. Like <laughs> was he asleep? Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of funny that you know this exists. You know, black belts are people too. Yeah. 100%. Especially when you've got active competitors as well. If they do a seminar, they don't want to, you know, they're not there to have a fight. They just want to play. So, you yeah. know, just use the time wisely and give you the experience. And like, again, it goes back to that thing. How many other sports can you think of where you can get a, just a, a world-class or even a European-level grappler to just come in a normal kind of gym and meet and ro- like train with people, like train with average hobbyists? You ain't going to mm. get no football Premier League player to come and bloody go on a Sunday league, turn up there and play amongst them lads, would they? You know, it's not. It's one of them things. And legit, this is what our sports are like, where you've got high, high-level athletes competitors who then you know have to go around pass their skills on they just want to play they don't want to have a fight you know what i mean they have a fight when they compete that's where they got to prove it i think there's some definitely like some of ego like some black belts who uh, there was a story on reddit the other day i think it was of yuri samos who just oh like, yeah he's turning people up, apart <laughs> yeah fucking people up at seminars and i think that's a bit strong like you're a mm. world-class monster you don't need to do this yeah um 
But apparently I heard it's, it wasn't true. Well, he's claiming it's not true. Yeah. It's, well, the allegation oh. has been made and in this world yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah. You just got to say something and oh, it's even guilty until proven innocent. Even removing his name from it, like just the idea that there are, I mean, yeah. he's not yeah. hes not alone. There are black belts who will just let their ego and, you know, the whole lower belts can't ask a higher belt to roll, whatever the hell that nonsense is. Yeah. Um, like it's actually happened to me where there's people have have avoided me because I haven't asked them for a role. I'm like, I'm human. Just come and ask me. <laughs> like, just, I want to play a game. Like, mm. Come up to me and say, do you want to play a game? Yeah, I'd like to play a game. Um, <laughs> and yeah, some, ugh. it's, it's hard. Know, Especially know, because like, you're getting older as well and things are hurting. And you know, I do one of these week long camps and, I mean, I remember actually talking to the brown belts at Heidelberg, uh, the black belts, because there was a brown belt roving around the mat, a jacked up, hard leg locking brown belt who just was slamming everything on. And all the black belts were like just avoiding this kid because they were like, we're old. He just wants to fucking claim scalps and I don't want to. I'm here all week. My bones are hurting. Mm-hmm. I don't need some jacked up fucker ragging on my ligaments. So we just didn't but roll the- with him. The funny thing is, like, that'll come back around on him because he's going to get old. And some fucker's going to be like, I don't want your fucking head now. And he's going to think, fuck, that was me 10 years ago. <laughs> that was probably us at some point, though. Like, no, also, not me. Nah, not me. Not, not terrible. Not terribly <laughs> bad. But it's like, especially when it comes to seminars, cause I didn't appreciate this because we used to obviously have quite a few people coming in doing seminars. But now I, I'm lucky enough to go do my own. How exhausting it is. After a three-hour seminar, my brain is fried. Yeah. Um, like, you'd have these brat belts who come in and do their seminar. You're like, oh, they're rolling. Like, no, nah, not at the end of it. You're like, oh, prick, I've paid for your time. Yeah. But I can, I get it now. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, um, I remember listening to a podcast of two comedians talking, you know, like, on about how they they have their ideas of, like, you know, the stuff they want to kind of give in the set, but, like, this weaving the stories kind of active and live. That's how it feels like sometimes in a seminar or a class is like you've got the ideas you want to kind of give in your head, but you're weaving the story. And when you're weaving a story for three hours and making it flow and making it make sense and explain the concepts and answering questions, after three hours, like you're you're burned. Yeah. And brain power in it. Roll, like, yeah, like I'm done. Like I need a nap. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I've got no, no. low blood iron or something, like a vegan. Um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it's uh black belts black belts are people too man yeah 100 uh but yeah so we ha- tips on tips on that how on how to not get ragdolled by chris paynes um be nice chris paynes yeah be nice yeah be nice roll, always just i roll yeah come at the pace that you can give but then take as well at the same time yeah simple and we yeah exactly like you know if you want to play at nine I'm going to play at 10. But if you want to play at three, I'll play at three. Yeah, yeah. This is nice. I like, I've done jujitsu long enough that I can play the game now. I don't need to prove shit. I think that's one of the things about the colored belts, though, is that you always feel you have to prove something. As soon as you get your black belt, did you feel like the weight lifted off you? Like, I've got nothing else to show now. Like, you can go and yeah. submit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Can submit me, like, because it's, it's not going to mean anything. This is never going to be taken away from me. Yeah, I completed it, it mate. Prestige mode. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's you hit a zen moment, I think, when you get that belt. 
stuff to look forward to, everyone listening to this. If you're not a black belt yet, like if you are a black belt, let me know. Did you hit your Zen moment when you did you transcend this earthly plane when you <laughs> got your black belt? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still there. You look like you're there. <laughs> um, I fucking called you out. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's there's a lot coming up soon. It's fun getting back on this. Um, busy, busy. There's some other guests coming on soon. We haven't had guests in a while. Uh, Preet is coming back on. Greg Sodas is coming on. And uh, Naomi Schultz, who's just on Grapple Fest. She's a beast. Um, she should be on. I think we're chatting next week, so she should be on soon. Uh, but we'll still have time for me and you. We'll get it done, man. We'll get it done. I know. I know. Um, thank you for your time again, Naki. It's always no a problem. pleasure. It's always a, always fun doing Reap the Week. Yeah. Uh, are you going to be making some videos when we record? Yes, tomorrow? 100%. I have plenty of lined up. Yes. Oh, dude. I'm going to charge the battery now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I need to keep it consistent because uh, I've got a good, some good ones. Let's make some. Let's make some. Yeah. Sweet, Let's make sweet some content. enemies. <laughs> I was going to say content, but okay. Um, I guess. See, and I'm the villain. I'm just too straightforward. That's my problem. I'm just too blunt. Possibly, yes. Um, Well, this has been another episode of Reap the Week. I think this is episode like 44, 45 now. Wild. Wild. Every week since May we've been on this, Jazz. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Let's get to the whatever, 100, 200, however many you can go. We'd have to have some sort of like party on the hundredth one. Maybe get. I have been thinking because like this Riverside thing. I think we can get guests on, like mm-hmm. people to watch in the background, like ask questions, like an audience. I think yeah. we should do an audience episode. Oh shit! On the spot, baby. I think we could do an audience episode. Yeah, <gasps> let's do it. Let's do I'm it. Look let's into do it. it. Uh, yeah, if anyone's interested in like joining in for an audience episode and just <laughs> harassing us throughout a podcast, let us know because I I think I could make that happen. You're making um, it sound like an orgy now. Calm down. <laughs> you wait. You wait. Just, no. Your ideas, no. What's wrong with my ideas? <laughs> Nothing. Um, this has been another episode of Villain Cast. Uh, Reap the Week with Chris, the Villain Paints, and Naki El Jefe are shared. So, uh, boom, boom. thank you for your evening, Nak. See you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Yes, see you tomorrow.